studio. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. Are you LOL? I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this, this is, is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Good coffee, strong coffee. I've got the cup in my hand right now. I was grinding the beans about 20 minutes ago. I do it in a French press, and I leave way too many grounds in there way too long. It is the strongest coffee, so strong that when I go out and order coffee, it's like water. (laughs) I've really kind of messed up my coffee taste buds, and it's in my hand right now, and it will be the fuel with way too much organic half and half. I wish you could smell it. It's in both of my hands. I'm cradling it right now. It will be the fuel to keep me talking to you for the next 20 minutes. And so, you know, good morning, maybe, or maybe it's good afternoon, or maybe it's evening or middle of the night when you're listening. I'm just glad you you found the show. It's really an honor to talk to you. It's been over a month now that Life with Lisa Williams has been in existence And I just value your prayers so very much as I continue to um, really seek God about this show. What's it supposed to sound like? Who's supposed to be on it? What are the themes supposed to be? How is it supposed to unfold? How does it best um, come alongside you in your life to encourage you? And, And hopefully, I mean, I have this deep desire in me. I mean, like, I I really want you and others to have a deeper revelation of God's love. And um, of course, God loves you has been said a billion times. But there is always the risk of something becoming trite, something so profound, like maybe the most profound thing that there is, the knowledge of God's love becoming something that's just a bumper sticker. And for whatever reason, God has placed this inside me as the message of my life, that I am personally coming much more deeply rooted in the knowledge and comprehension that There is a God and he loves me. I am his treasure. And as that has become more clear to me over the last year, um, I just because of how he made me, I want you to know. I want you to know how much he loves you. I want other people to know how much he loves them and what that love truly is. And we find that out through God's word. So I just want to encourage you to find the revelation of how much God loves you by getting a Bible if you don't have one and starting in the New Testament, maybe like a new international version of the Bible or a new King James version. Those are kind of my two favorites. And starting in maybe like the book of John and starting to let God's word begin to do a work inside of you. See, this is the message for sure of my life. And that's one concern that I have as this show continues, is that you would get to see exactly how different I am. I'm so not normal in my own estimations. I'm just not typical because (laughs) 
I mean, really, sometimes I have flash visions of myself standing on a street corner with a megaphone (laughs) saying, he loves you. He loves you. Like, I just want to shout it from the mountaintops. And so here I am with this 20-minute daily show, and how does that unfold in the days and weeks and months and years to come? How do I weave this message through guests and topics and, and different colors that I can use to paint this time that I want to be beneficial to your life and to the life of others? I say all this because I hope that you'll pray for me. If you would, just that I would have an illuminated next step each day. You know, I want to follow Jesus. Let's follow Jesus and let's pray for each other that we would clearly see the next steps he has for us so that while we're down here on earth, we will, we will, um, have lives that have fruit, you know, the, the fruit of God so that people can taste and say, Hey, there's a God and he loves me. And we can nod and say, Yes, (laughs) that's right. And then we can help others put down deep roots and bear fruit. Let's be those people. And so would you pray for me that he'll download the template for this show into my heart? Man, I'd really appreciate your prayers. And I would love to reciprocate. You can just always reach out. And my friend Julie and me and others, we will pray for you. You can reach out to us at lifewithlisawilliams.com. Hashtag thanks for listening. That was like a big heart dump. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee now. (laughs) That was a lot. I, I need caffeine for me to pivot into the next thing. Hold on. Okay. All right. We're good now. The first Life with Lisa Williams on May 1st, the guest was Jacinta Tegman. She is the president of World Concern, an organization I truly believe in. They are legit. And so I asked her to come back to talk to you today to give us an update. It's been more than a month since Nepal, and I thought it'd be good to get an update. But we'll start with this open-ended question for you, Jacinta, that we've been asking this week. If you wouldn't mind, would you please tell us your story? Well, thanks, Lisa. Yeah, I think everybody's story is so important. And of course, I have a story, too. I grew up in a family. I am one of five siblings and had two very responsible and morally upright parents who I know loved me, but in all of the busyness of life in a seven-person household, um, I often felt really lonely, and um, my dad was a working professional, and um, while I loved him and I know he loved me, I didn't see him as much as I wished, and my mom, I think, was just under the burden of five kids, yeah. and now, <laughs> now as an adult, I get that more. But the Lord really used that in my life because that loneliness actually wasn't even for a parent's love. It was for my Heavenly Father's love. And so when I was in high school at a particularly low point in my life, sort of all of that longing to be loved and to belong was met when I met my Savior, when somebody introduced me to a friend who loves at all times. And, you know, as a high school person, I committed my life to the Lord, to following Him and to serving Him. And that's led me down many paths. And I would say what I do now as the president of World Concern is actually an extension of finding the love of my life as, you know, a young person and recognizing that in the world there is so much need, physical need and emotional need and, you know, mental need, you name it, there's need out there. 
And I get to be an ambassador of the love of God to some of the neediest places on the planet. For sure, our theme has been uh, last weekend, this week, really, where we are looking at um, the things that we go through, how our story is ordained and meant to be. We were studying Esther, and we've just been mm-hmm. talking about being brave. And, you know, just as a snapshot mm-hmm. that you've given me, I know it's just, you know, one you know, one look at your life, but just, you know, from what you've said, it was as if it, it was a gift that you felt alone. Yeah. Or you wouldn't be able to understand. Yeah, it truly was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to, the, yeah, to the depth. it truly was. You know, the depth that you're able to understand what it's like to be an orphan, not that you were, but just the, the, the gift that yeah. God gave you of that loneliness. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. And I think that God can use anything in our lives that we entrust and turn over to Him, and He creates an even more beautiful story out of our pain and our hurt and our anguish, and then can use us to meet that need in other people and represent His love to them. So I am grateful for even the hard things now and hope to continue to use those to be uh, someone who not only reflects God's love to people, but points people to Him, the only one who can really meet those deep needs in our soul. Yes, that's very true and very well said and absolute truth. Um, and so as the president of World Concern, we know that you have a rare view of um, all kinds of humanitarian needed relief and suffering on the globe. World Concern has a reputation of going to some of the darkest places where others cannot Mm -hmm. go, um, either because they don't know about it or it's just too remote or too difficult. Um, And so I know that when we spoke on the very first Life with Lisa Williams over a month ago, um, it was just a few days earlier that the terrible earthquake in Nepal had taken thousands of lives and caused so much damage. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had an update specifically on that area since the earthquake. We know now um, that the death toll has climbed close to 10,000. And with that is all the stories of those families. You know, we're talking about stories and each one of them precious to God, seen and known by God. And World Concern has been out there on the front lines to begin with, just um, supplying emergency supplies of food and tarps, hygiene kits, you know, everything from soap and candles um, that make life bearable and survivable. And in that, we've reached about 8,500 families in over five districts of Nepal. And we continue um, to work. We had one of our team was there, and he was saying to me about just the contrast, this beautiful um, village nestled in the foothills of the Himalayas, and then to see such utter devastation. And, and he was commenting that the beauty now there is surrounded by the opportunity that God gives us to serve these people. So in this beautiful place that was just um, struck and touched by such devastation, the image of beauty has changed. And what is really beautiful now is how lovely on the mountains are the feet of them that bring good news. And so that's Mm -hmm. what World Concern is about, you know, walking um, walking those hills and sharing the love of Christ. And we're just hearing story after story. I 
heard the story of this one woman, Him Kumari, and um, she was just eating lunch with her 12-year-old son when the earthquake struck and the house began to shake. And while her son was able to, to run out of the house, she wasn't, and it collapsed on top of her. And she woke up later in a hospital after having been buried for four hours. And the tragic part of that in her little village, her neighbors, 22 of them that lived so close to her did not survive because nearly every home in her village was destroyed. But here she is now living under a tarp <laughs> that they've made into a tent. And she's just grateful to be alive and grateful for the help even of your listeners who reached out and made a difference at that time. And her story is one of hundreds of thousands of stories of people whose lives will be forever marked by the 25th of April. Well, I appreciate you telling us that one story. And I know I did speak to you know a couple of people who said that they were going to help um, with the earthquake um, survival kits that you had offered. And I know other things have happened since then, but um, as is common in humanity, things happen and life goes on and we forget sometimes those who suffer mm -hmm. because life will not go on for some of them ever again the way that it did. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate the moment, a moment to reflect and to find out if, if, if I continue on with this empathetic heart that God has given me, I mean, I could spend every waking minute um, talking uh -huh. about suffering because there's so much suffering and then we just kind of forget because our lives go on. Um, so I know that supporting world concern, being aware of world concern, visiting worldconcern.org is something you can do on a regular basis to be someone who is a part of God's healing process in the earth. Uh, but is there something specifically with Nepal that you're still offering? Well, first, I want to say thank you for that empathetic heart, because I actually feel like that reflects God's heart um, to the world, right? And it's empathy. We either embrace that and act on it, or we shut that down. And that produces that hardness of heart that none of us want. But truly, having an open, empathetic heart is tough work. Yes, it really it is. is. And the first thing I'd say, Lisa, is I would just ask for your continued prayers. I learned today that a partner agency of ours, a helicopter went down and four of their staff were killed. So just recognizing how tough that terrain is and how, um, how very dangerous it is. And in the midst of this response, there's new tragedies mm -hmm. that are happening as people try to help. So we would just appreciate continued prayers for the safety and security of the teams that are helping. And then I think of those that are in, in um, this rebuilding phase of their lives that will never be the same. And now we're, our next phase is we're reaching out in a specific district that's been the hardest hit and trying to hit um, a target of about 4,500 people with just continued food distributions, shelter materials, because a tarp will not last for very mm -hmm. long in those conditions. School materials for children, because children heal when they play and children heal when they do. And introducing some normalcy into their lives is what needs to happen next. And I would just say, even for your listeners, the distribution of just feminine hygiene kits for women and girls is a huge piece of what a humanitarian response consists of. So I'd say pray and, and don't stop caring, even if it's hard, and um, continue 
to to ask God what he's asking of us, us, you know, those of us who are so blessed to just lift our eyes to see the need in the world and respond as God puts that on your heart. And World Concern, as you said, worldconcern.org is a place um, where I believe um, that can be channeled to do a lot of good in an area of continued ongoing need when the world no longer has it on the front page of, you know, um, the news and now it's in the back, but these precious people, you know, children are developing pneumonia, sleeping outside on the ground. And there's concern of, you know, communicable diseases Mm -hmm. spreading just because water systems are infected. So all of those secondary effects and just the trauma, Mm -hmm. right. That um, little boys and girls, deal with on a day-to-day basis that a soccer ball can take just the edge off of it so that they can return to a form of normalcy in their lives. Okay, those are all wonderful, wonderful words and so helpful because we have to be reminded of just the very basic things that we need to do, which is care and pray and then act as led Mm -hmm. um, by God. And um, at worldconcern.org, you can find out about relief all over the globe of children who need medicine, children who can be educated so they don't um, get caught in trafficking, helping to rebuild villages. I mean, there's so many different ways you could uh, pray and help as you're led. So I just, again, wanted to add my um, vote of confidence to the world concern organization and just introduce you again to those who didn't hear you when you were on the first show that we had on May 1st. Well, I deeply appreciate it, Lisa. Thank you so much. At worldconcern.org, you can read stories, find out more, give money, pray, worldconcern.org. And now a wow God story. Hey, Lisa. My name is Mary O'Brien. I'm actually friends with Alan Mason and I live in Columbus, Ohio, and we talked, you and I talked on the phone a couple years ago on your kind of just helping me as I was making transitions uh, with the morning show and my co-host and stuff, and um, Alan just always talks so highly of you, so I followed you ever since, and I'm so excited for this new chapter uh, in your life and stuff, and I saw on your Facebook page, <laughs> you said, I'm sick of my own voice, uh, so you wanted stories, and um, you know, I, I just thought this was kind of cool. Um, recently, uh, we had our son almost seven months ago. Um, after being married uh, for almost nine years, we've fostered a little boy for a year, and then we're finally able to have our own son. And uh, we actually have a sitter that comes to our house every day. And uh, poor girl, she's just been really dealing with anxiety and uh, just some issues with that. And um, I had no clue how God was going to use us in her life. And she's kind of just been struggling in that area and panic attacks and all of that. And I actually dealt with that myself when I was in my early 20s. And it's not something people really want to talk about. <laughs> they don't really want to share about, you know, struggling with that. And it's, uh, you know, seen as kind of a weakness a little bit. Um, but it's just been amazing how I've been able to help her. Uh, I shouldn't say me. <laughs> how God's been able to work through me uh, to help her with her anxiety and just kind of what she's been struggling with right now. And, um, again, I had no clue that God was going to use us in this way. And, um, you know, she's not a believer as far as I know. And uh, she's, you know, been in our home and she knows that I work at a Christian radio station. And um, it's just unbelievable to see God kind of plant those seeds again. And who knows where it's going to go from here. But I'm just thankful that he's allowed us to be a little part of her life. Um, so it's just been a cool little kind of God moment going on and uh, for us right now. 
and um, I, I just kind of stand in awe of the way he works when we least expect it <laughs> through something like anxiety and panic attacks and something like that. So uh, that's kind of what's been going on in our life right now, and uh, it's one of those little silver linings. It's so good to share the stories of God, the wow God stories like that. Mary, thank you so much for calling. Mary O'Brien from 104.9 The River in Columbus, Ohio. I'm so glad that you called. This number that, you know, is open 24-7 if you have a wild God story. It's 929-229-LWLW for Life with Lisa Williams. See how clever I am. Um, The numbers are 929-229-5959. And thank you to Jacinta Tegman from World Concern for being our guest today. And thank you to Paul Goldsmith, who's the executive producer of Life with Lisa Williams. Hashtag thanks for listening.